What story? Because we know this name, Raj uh, Giri. Right. Yeah, Raj Giri. Yeah. Raj Giri. What story did he break not that long ago that we talked about? That was the one about. Uh, I, I want to say it had to do with Sasha Banks resigning. Okay. So he's the one. Um, he's Wrestle.Inc. He reports that Malachi Black was the one that requested his release from AEW but was denied. He's reportedly repeatedly shown concerns about his mental health due to personal life and demoralization due to the booking and handling of his character. That put a pin in that. Just the fact that he's citing mental health as a reason to be released. I was wondering how long it was going to be before somebody actually played that card. For, for release, I mean... It takes a special person to actually be able to execute the whys behind the what. Like, mm. like you're not going to just claim mental health and, and, and not have any explanation as to why. And having psychological trauma due to you you feeling like you're better than what you're being booked at is is proof of someone who's smarter than the, smarter than the people in the room. Facts. And, and then he's saying personal, personal stuff. So basically, I'm, my my wife is back working 300 plus days. I don't work as many days, but I'm spending way more time alone. And that solitude is working itself into depression. Like you, if you could pimp this and snowball it, you can more than make a case. But here, here, like, here, here, here's the, oh golly, here's the problem. Here's the thing. Uh, okay. And let me let me hit Uncle Trips with this one. Here's the thing. Guess who's coming to dinner? Is that about uh, people probably on airplanes? Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's yeah. Hit the bell. That's fucking dope. Good job. Good fucking job. Yeah. That's uh. <laughs> that that's that's the whole. You know that that should be a whole. You know who ain't gonna win by itself. That's four people. <laughs> Off the top, there's four people. Right. Um. Anyway. The craziest thing about that whole statement about wife working 300 plus days a year. Okay, cool. You're on the road maybe 30, 40 weeks a year. <laughs> you stupid. Who? Uh, huh? Who's on the road 30, 40 weeks a year? Malachi. You think it's that many? I, I'm being very liberal with that with that number. Super, yeah, you're count. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're counting. Like technically, it is forty weeks, but it's really like, like how many actual dates that you're working. Right, right. So like, if and, you're, if and you, dates that, that that aren't indie book, dates that you book yourself. Because I'm under the impression I can't confirm or deny, but I'm under the impression that they live in Orlando. And I mean, it, it's in Florida. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so if at worst case scenario is Tampa, but you're right, it's Florida. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from Jayville. Right. At any rate, if you are missing your wife that much and you're injured and your character involves a lot of shoots in darkness Mm -hmm. and the clothes that you wear are dark and you use dark face paint, not dark, black face paint Mm -hmm. and you carry around a persona of black you are going to familiarity breeds contempt you're going to breed the energy that you're creating or that you're surrounding yourself with i'm totally with him on everything he says for the simple fact that he's smart enough in this industry 
to perpetuate an angle that doesn't even matter. People have forgotten how we got to Malachi Black to begin with, and the whole, the whole thing started in WWE. No one even remembers Tommy End anymore. So my thing is, if he if, if, if this is a quote-unquote card that he's playing, who better to play it than the person who feels victimized by the company who is literally pimping his mental health for the sake of a paycheck and a character in a storyline? Because that's exactly what's happening with Malachi Black. Alright, allow me to play devil's advocate just for the fact that we're having a great conversation about this. At what point does personal responsibility become part of the character you're playing? Because in AEW, as we've heard, you know, almost to to a unanimous point, that you have to have the input. Like if you if you don't pitch the ideas, if you don't put the input into the character, chances are, if the guy in charge doesn't have a vision or an affinity for you you could just tread water and drown. So if House of Black decided they wanted to go full Mordecai and, and <laughs> yeah, you hit the bell for that one time. Morde Mordecai Black. <laughs> yeah, you want to go Mordecai White? Oh. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? You could probably make that shift and it's, it, you can take a, a evangelical approach to it and still be a heel group but the coloring would change. Like, there are steps that you can take to protect your mental health. And if if you were to ever pitch those ideas and then they were met with, you know, no, we want you to stay this, then you have a leg to stand on. But don't you have some type of responsibility to attempt to help yourself before you can cite someone else for not helping you? <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> That, wow. That's, that, yeah, that's some life code shit. But I felt like, for the sake of this conversation, because if, if you if were if you if you were life coaching me and I heard that verbatim just then, I'd hate myself. <laughs> Man, but you see, this is why we don't fuck with people because like that that level of accountability doesn't exist with everyone. It's like, yeah, cool. I understand you've been wrong, you've been oppressed, but what did you do to fix it? <laughs> did you did you at least fight back? Did you at least pinch the bitch? <laughs> Not pinch. <laughs> no, for real. Like if you swung, like okay, maybe you can't fight, or maybe you know just whatever. You're outmanned, outgunned, whatever. But you you swung, you went down swinging. Fuck it. I you know I'm cool. Get up, get in the car, dust yourself. Are we gonna go handle this? Versus, you never made an attempt. You never said stop, you never said no, you never, you never expressed being uncomfortable, you just took abuse or just, you took the discomfort and never thought to speak out about it until it was advantageous for you to do so. Then I gotta look at you strange. So what, what like, what's, where's, what's the, where's the advantage that he's trying to gain right now? The, the release? Of course. <laughs> fuck you mean and that's probably another one of those text messages is like i mean hey look it ain't even gotta be a text message it's in the house with me my wife works here so if my wife decides to have a conversation with me from some information she got from work it 
first of all, you can't get her to testify, so you there is no tampering. So if Triple H just decided to pull pull Zelina to the side and say, you know, you know, we got a number for him, you know, just I'm gonna write. I'm not even gonna write the number down. I'm just gonna tell you a number. Just take it back to him and you know. See what he says. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, in a casual conversation, non non tampering, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> or he just just walk by her and nudge her with an elbow and say, you know, um, one point five oh five. A casually misplaced comma because he is Dutch, right? And they just say we'll do we'll do lunch tomorrow to talk about it. So I mean, he can absolutely know what his worth is without any form of tampering coming about. And he says, look. I'm I'm languishing here. Like the shit's inconsistent. I don't feel comfortable. I'm injured too. I, I've been dealing with a debilitating back injury. Now you wanting to get released while you're injured kind of feels like, mm, are you really hurt? How how hurt are you? Cause I don't know no motherfucker that wants to give away free money when they ain't gotta work for Boy. it. Boy. <laughs> As they say in Chuck Lisa, what you said. Down in the valley where the shit. You you mean to tell me I I done signed a five-year deal. Cause that was the whole shit when last time Connors went left. Five-year deal. And he caked up. So you gotta figure he's he making a half mil. Hot, 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 mid to high six figures, comfortably. Comfortably. That that's that. And, and we don't even know nobody that's going to give us an exact number. Well, we do, but we ain't asked. Um, yeah, you got that kind of bread, and you really only work in one, two, max three times a month for a, for the people paying you that, that 500 racks or that, that mid to mid to high six figures. Because like, te- technically, he like he has not been in the main event picture. He has been a mid carter, um, upper tier mid carter because of his 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 lineage and his and his history in the game. He's got skin in the game, but in terms of big match viability, we haven't had any. You know, and you know, on the cool, what fucked that up? When he put that House of Black necklace on, shit went left. Because everything before that, he was on the trajectory of being a single star. And he could, and he could you be. Win, you went and reached back for your homeboys before you made it to the mountaintop. So you said, imagine if 50 Cent <laughs> had dropped Get Rich or Die Trying, then went to do the G-Unit album and never did another solo project. He just he left it at beg for mercy, and kept trying to do EPs and mixtapes for G Unit, and only right. dropped singles as Fifty Cent. Right. It's like I, he's basically saying, "I know I'm dope, but I'm trying to get them up to that level so we can all eat," which is commendable. And until Yeah Yeah, yeah <laughs> little known fact, Yeah went public and said probably about ten years ago that uh, his next solo album is going to be called "I'm Fifty Cent's Tax Write Off." Which, to be honest, that is a hilarious way to view it. But that, like, but yeah, that's that's how you know Yayo is. Yayo really is the. I don't want to call him the shooter, but because when I say shooter, I don't mean actual gunman. I mean shooter like that guy is like, it's the equivalent to a pimp's bottom bitch. And I don't even want to 
draw that uh, parallel. When the smoke, like he, when the smoke he's clears, he's yeah, he he's gonna be the one still still at the side. Everybody has that one person that's always there when the smoke clears. That's Jayo. Meanwhile, right. Meanwhile, banks start complaining about contracts and and and, uh, and split revenues because Fifty Malachi Black is the brand, and we'll right. say, buddy, uh, buddy, or uh, Matthews. Thank you, because <laughs> you know where yeah, I was going. Like, is, 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 it, is it Matthews? Is it Murphy? Is it Mako? It's, it's always Murphy over here. I, I didn't. I couldn't do it. But uh, he wore paint on his face. He buddy Mako. <laughs> But uh, Lloyd Banks is Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews, and uh, he he wants he wants his just due. The only problem is in rap, you can't turn face. <laughs> like you just gotta either take it or you gotta leave, and you hope for the best when you leave. And sadly, that's probably where we're gonna be at with Buddy Matthews because he, even though. Malachi Black is the quote unquote leader. Buddy Matthews is look way better because he's been hungry as shit ever since he became A a heavyweight and B all elite. He hasn't been injured. Clean. This is clean. Squeaky yeah, freaking clean. Now, you know, you're in samples, different story, but Hey, hold on. <laughs> look, it's it's a joke, and it's one I probably should make. <laughs> yeah, it's one I shouldn't make because it's totally irresponsible, but it's funny. <laughs> that part that part so I mean to that extent it's Malachi's own fault because when he was by himself walking through Cody wearing the deer antlers to the ring just doing his solo thing it was working then it became House of Black and it's like literally he took a step back and then the whole Julia Hart shit so now you got a whole faction no direction none and you're now you're wrestling a trios match on a pay-per-view when you could have been in a tournament. Like that's some other shit I don't fucking understand. Like how many trios matches does this fucking pay-per-view have? <laughs> it's at least three. Yeah. So that's like what, 33 and a third? That's it. That's good math. 333 in the afternoon, 333 in the morning. I don't is that supposed to mean something special? Stay tuned. <laughs> Uh, oh, it, it, before before we get too deep into the shit, let's do what we have to do to uh, to get but, this get, to get this ball moving. Before that though, is is he gonna get out this deal though? Because I'm I'm interested to see what what happens when Kanos has to deal with people who don't want to be there. So so the first time we saw this situation happen post Cody was. Uh, Luke Harper rest in peace Mr. Brody Lee because if I, I recall right after Cody left and Cody started his list Luke Harper wanted to release because of how he was not being used and this was I want to say this was right after All Out or All In well, I we get it from Stanford's point. We know what Stanford's gonna do when people don't want to be there. No, 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 no. Well, we, so, we know what Stanford has done. But but I bring up Luke Harper specifically because this is the one. His 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 contract situation was the one that was extended based on the amount of time that he was out for injury. Uh huh. And we've seen the petulance and the petty that is Tony Khan. Facts. 
I just wonder if Malachi Black is going to be a martyr for his bullshit. Well, that's the part I'm trying to figure out because I'm like, I'm going to say 85% no, he doesn't get out. I believe he doesn't get out either, but I'm saying it for this purpose. We've seen how AEW is able to get around certain criticisms because they're the alternative. So people, a lot of people jump ship, tried to get out because they wanted to go to AEW because they wanted more freedom. Now, because of the things that are going on in the infrastructure, and you've seen a couple people leave, and I'm sure they've had stories to tell, how does Kanos handle it when they're not the favorite? They're not the, they're not the, um, they're not the new baby anymore. The new baby smell is gone. And the baby's ugly as shit. Right. Or the baby's just bad as fuck, which that's a horrible way to describe it, but the, the wait, child wait, wait, is rambunctious. You, you said the baby's bad as fuck. Is the baby from bad. Charlotte? <laughs> I started to quote some baby lyrics, but I didn't want to get us canceled. <laughs> oh, an update on that shit. If you didn't, if you didn't give it life, you can't kill it. Mm. 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 Just, I mean, that's just a, that's my message to cancel culture. If you didn't give it life, you, you can't, can't kill, kill it. it. Okay, I'm sorry, but um, I just wonder because it's like they've always been looked at favorably when it comes to talent and acquisition slash not fucking with them no more. But we've always seen these stories about how certain people who are not in a favorable light with Kanos they kind of get played to the left. Like, Chavo had his situation. Um, Joey Janela had his situation. Marco Stunt felt some type of way. Hell, until about three weeks ago, I thought Sonny Kiss was missing in action. Um, He's just missing on Mondays and Tuesdays. Hey, you know, it's not my, it's not my or, circus. Or, or relocated, depending on your perspective. Facts. So, um... Hey, who, who else? Oh, Big Swole's incident. Like, uh, Sheeta, when she came out. Like, w- Jonathan Gresham. Like, there's a list of people who have been handled less than favorably by Kanos because of his view on what they can bring the product. Less than favorably by whom? The audience of one. The guy who makes the checks and writes the script. The William Spielberg of this AEW shit. Oh I started this All God. Elite Wrestling shit and this the motherfucking thanks I get. Boy, fuck you. Now, now, yeah, now you're going to try to use mental health to get out of a deal with me. Boy, fuck you. And if, if Kanos had boy, fuck you energy about this, I'd be totally okay with it. Because, I mean, y'all want everybody else to adhere to a contract you don't want you don't want anybody else to to maneuver their way in or out of a deal or feel as though you know they can remove themselves from a toxic situation if this man's mental health is truly at stake and he is spiraling down into a state of depression and all sorts of other toxic thoughts you 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 owe it to him to either sit him down or let him go 
right, wrong, true, or false. Yeah, the conversation needs to be had. It needs to be a uh, a a genuine conversation, heartfelt from both sides. No Herb Abrams energy. No get no extra hugger energy either. Um, no character involvement. It just needs to be a real, genuine conversation. And we've seen a lot of times where those lines get blurred even in the, in the midst of these conversations like sure someone can be a businessman but you can't expect someone who's who, who's been a fan longer than he's been in business to who started an organization as a fan to not remain a fan during a, an intelligent conversation I mean that's cool but no no it's not actually no, in I'm, this I'm case, it's to, not. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point. As, as I said, it's cool with <laughs> the transition. Not that it's cool that he does that. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm I like, say that just so we're clear. That's all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's strictly a transition. If I'm Kanos, like, you can play this and not come out the bad guy. It's like, if he says his mental health is being compromised, okay, cool. We finna send, I'm gonna pay for it. But I'm gonna make sure that you get psychiatric, psychologically evaluated at every level. I'm going to pay for it. So we're gonna send you to therapy. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do all the things that are not drug related to help you center yourself. And if at that point you haven't been, if if anything comes back to me that doesn't say, hey, he's he's pretty fucked up, then okay, you're just gonna ride this deal out. You can stand in line behind Max. Period. <laughs> Unless you're going to do something to make me release you, which then in turn fucks up your value in Stanford. Man. So what you going to do? You going to ride these five years out with this, you know, mid, low, mid, high six figures that you're making, or you going you gonna to burn the candle at both ends and end up wrestling, you know, in front of, 800 people in a, a some sort of aluminum building in the UK. <laughs> it's like you gotta make you gotta make decisions. Oh hell, you're not even going back over there. You're gonna be here wrestling indies, doing weekend spots until your name cool off enough, and then hopefully you get a shot with NXT Europe. You uh, when when if it relaunches. Right, sometime in 2023. Like this is literally we're we're hanging on to the same string that we are with the XFL with with NXT uh, Europe since UK is dead. Right, but wait, there's more because you got five years left. NXT Europe may have come and gone by the time you finish. Boy, how long did NXT UK last? Was it about five years? Mm, maybe. Because what year was that where uh, Tyler Bate won the tournament? Uh, Is that 16? Let's see. Let's, let's do, let's do our Googles, man. Do our Googles. Do your Googles, son. Uh, that wasn't Tyler Bate. You're talking about uh, Jack Gallagher. Wasn't Jack Gallagher the first? Uh-uh. Was it Tyler Bate? Yep. Huh. I can I can halfway remember who was in the final, but yeah, I know it, it, it was it was Pete Dunn. Okay, I yeah, know I wasn't yeah, tripping. Yeah, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate because Pete Dunn I think was was the second champion. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it was Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. No, wait, wait, that's 2022. What the hell? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. it was Pete Dunne. It was Pete Dunne. Uh, 2017. Damn. Okay. Only so five I was years. A, I, was a, I was a year earlier. Yeah. But yeah. So you got a five-year run out of that. So exactly. How much does the landscape change in five years? You went from having a viable UK developmental brand to that shit don't exist no more. Yeah, it's out of there. We finna rebrand. Like, that's just, it's just a part of the library on Peacock. So you got to be careful how you play this. Like you totally agree that everything Malachi said, you feel him on. It's just, you know, it's the same thing um, with Robert England playing Freddy Krueger. He played the character so long, he started having nightmares and suffered, you know, all sorts of mental health drawbacks and, and loss of sleep and all insomnia and shit just because he had played such a sinister character based on, you know, terrorizing people in their dreams for so long. Right. Art, uh, uh, life imitated art. Right. So there's precedent to say that it, you know, that support your argument. I don't know if Malachi is using that argument just yet. Maybe after listening to this, he will. <laughs> but just remember Kanos has cards that he has more cards that he can play and the only thing that might trump any of that is if the court of public opinion turns against Kanos in this situation because of the f- buzzword mental health these uh these conversations like well, well those, those case studies like that usually come uh with the with an attorney attached and we ain't we ain't that but it's not that's out the realm of possibility for malachi black to have one there so there's if that. we make it to attorneys we've completely dropped the ball on this. <laughs> like no dead serious if, if at any point attorneys get involved everybody dropped the ball on this everybody all right and on that note let's uh I would say take it to the house, but we just getting started. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was the pre-roll, imagine how loud the pack gonna hit. (laughs) My guy, my G, my man. (laughs) My man, my guy, my G. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, but this is warranted. Uh, last night, I ran across uh, it. Man, show love to people who you don't love in the, in the everyday sense, but show love to people to to let them know that what they do is appreciated, even if you don't know them, especially if you don't know them, because you never know what it does for that person. Last night, I had the privilege of meeting a guy named Dante. Dante represents H-Time. Dante H-Time's in 2018 started uh, making strides to, on becoming a commercial airline pilot. I met him at, a, at the executive terminal. 
he's flying luxury liners around the world for uh, for debut for the, for 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 the for the astute. I don't know about you, bro, but it's been a long time, if ever. As a matter of fact, I think the last time I saw a black pilot was in nineteen in the '80s. Saw one at work or just met one. Period. Period. It's been a minute. It's been a while. And uh, I'm sure I've probably met some military pilots along my travels and just haven't had that conversation. We talked about other things, but I like I I specifically started talking to this guy because of you know the the, the typical pilot briefcase and and the uh, the attire. And uh, just got to talking to him. I was like, hey, look, I'm glad that you're in a happy space because obviously you love what you do. You wouldn't have gone from student to private, private to commercial, commercial to commercial, private if you didn't love what you do. And I'm proud of you. If no one's ever told you that, I'm telling you, I'm proud of you as a black man to see you doing this for yourself and for your family. And the the great the, the biggest smile on his face came across man it was like if a dark skinned guy could blush he probably was doing that and it wasn't even like me trying to do anything but just show love and appreciation for the fact that somebody's out here making something of themselves man because it's it's good to see because we don't see it enough that's a that's as the children need that's a role model for children find out what it takes to become an airline pilot how long how, how long does it take how much schooling studying how many airline? How many flight hours uh, does it take? What's what's the uh, what's the travel like? You want to see the world? Be an airport airline pilot. Shout out to Duval because Duval been preaching real heavy too. Learn how to fly. I I ain't even preaching, bro. Because because you know what the, what the beautiful part about this whole conversation is. Dante's a pencil pusher. What the deal. Gang. <laughs> Gang. <laughs> Gang, gang. So when it's time to go close this deal, we know who's flying the plane. A whole lot of fucking gang shit. So it's not the destination, it's the journey, you bitch. Episode 181. If you if you are new like Dante, be like Dante. Add us on all social medias at Broken Pistol BC. At B-R-O-K-E-N-P-E-N-C-I-L-B-C on what? Everything. 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 Suave, today is Friday, September the 2nd. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, of our lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 20. Doop. Amen. We are a couple of weeks out from uh, our first performance together in a couple years, bro. I'm looking forward to that shit, I must say. <laughs> Facts. I didn't, yeah, man, the pandemic has robbed us of so much. Man, but we're we going to give back like only we can. Um, we taking it back. We taking it back with interest all in one night. <laughs> the bank on us. Don't even worry about it. I, look, I don't even know how long the set list going to be. I don't even care. Hell, we could get up there and do 316, get down and just that be the end. Re- of the night. Really? Really? I am thinking 316 and listen baby, just for the sake of I kind of want you to do bar mitzvah a cappella. <laughs> that that oh, that might be how I start the show. Bar mitzvah a cappella just to get just for, as a warm up. Maybe that, that dog that would be fly. I wish because because last show you remember I did the first verse from, from Suave Toberfest. Yes, yeah. acapella. Boom. So <laughs> yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah. you had to be there for that. They know what I'm talking about the boom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You gotta. <laughs> it's some things you just gotta see. You can't be told. Yeah, the the ooze, the ooze were like it. The ooze were so low 
that if they were actual applause, it would have it would have probably drowned out the rest of the performance. No cap. But anyway, I, that, let me get off my fucking horse. Um, it's a busy, busy weekend this weekend. Let's get the shit out the way first. Um, over the the past few days, we have heard rumblings of people not signing or resigning. Rumble, humble as a mumble in the jungle. I'm sorry, I had to get that outcast out. You said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was in my system. I'm sorry. People leaving organizations for quote unquote greener pastures, grand opening, grand closing, and imminent returns. Eminem, a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was just checking. <laughs> Big brother Jake, what's happening? Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> well, that was an opportunity right there. Oh, um, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Yo, Em, I let us. We, we got you. I, hey, hey, Em, what's, what's good? <laughs> I'm just Marshall Mathers. I mean, you got a cameo right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever. Oh, um, the guy. I don't know why all the fuss about me. Man. Oh, um, let's let's play let's play a quick game. This ain't this ain't gonna be the you ain't going. We got that coming up times too. But guess who's coming to dinner, Suave? And, 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 and more, <laughs> no, and, and more of moreover. Where are they going to eat? Um, raising canes. <laughs> I'm a Zach's guy, cuz. <laughs> I mean, that's cool and all, but I've actually met Todd Graves, so I, I have, I'm a little, I'm a little biased. I, I tell him to do better, but it's on a Palmer's a fire. Anyway, uh, <laughs> look, fresh never frozen matters. Oh, ooh, farm to table. Okay, farm to table. See, you see what I'm doing? I'm trying to line us up some sponsorships. Okay, okay. Uh, the dog, the dog is cute. <laughs> Rest in peace, the cane one. <laughs> and, they, and they had Snoop Dogg as as a stand standing life size cutout in the drive drive through. Like who does that? Uh, no, 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 no. The, the, the kicker was Ice T's Ice T. That too. <laughs> that, that that did. You it. see what I'm saying? So like Todd Graves is hip hop. He's outside and up in this bitch simultaneously. Simultaneously. So the next time <laughs> next time I'm privileged enough to ha- share that space with him, I'm gonna have that conversation. <laughs> So let's let's talk about it. Guess who's coming to dinner, and where and where are they sitting down to eat? I bet. Uh, <laughs> Who's your daddy? What does he do? Let, let's start. Let's start with the obvious. Um, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah, gang. And they they back. They're they're so we we know they're going to WWE, but what where are they sitting down at? They sitting down in Cardiff, or they sitting down on Monday Night Raw? Mm. Or or are they sitting down tonight on SmackDown? I wouldn't blow it on SmackDown. I just wouldn't. I like that. Um, the more opportune time to do it might be in Cardiff. Only because, well, okay. Uncle Trips has <laughs> a an agenda when it comes to expanding. WWE globally. Here's the thing. 
So he's very, very much about expanding into the seven continents or the remaining continents. That I mean, they shit. Have if he can touched. do, a, if he can figure out a way to do a show on, on Antarctica, if only as a one-time thing, I'm sure he would want to figure that shit out. <laughs> if he can get to the moon in our lifetime, day one's gonna happen on the moon. <laughs> but either way, like I can see Cardiff. I could also see the idea that you need a ratings boost for Monday, but. Them debuting in, or re-debuting in Cardiff boost Monday's number anyway. Mm-hmm. So if I had to guess, and because this shit's at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to go with Cardiff. That's a... I, I, that's, a, that's, a that's a whole other caveat. Well, no, 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 no. It's 11 o'clock in the morning for us. Right. That's all I'm concerned oh, with. Okay, all right, cool. All right. Everybody else can find their own times and listings. Um, Check the cock. <laughs> it's on the cock. Um, <laughs> see what time? See what time is gonna be on the cock? <laughs> hey, what time you jumping on the cock? <laughs> <laughs> Text messages, married guys send. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hey, uh, hey yo, babe. <laughs> what time you jumping on the cock? <laughs> It's like a, a New Yorker, New York newlyweds. A uh, Boston. From Boston. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a wicked pizza oh on a cot. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the, ne- the next one. Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, We've been talking about this ad nauseum for over a year. Whether, mm-hmm. whether it be how bad he was squandered, where he should end up, what are they going to do with him? Is he coming back? I got a feeling because too many of the wrong people are saying too many of the right things right now about him being in the air. Is he going to Chicago or is he going to Cardiff? Cardiff. If if Conos was going to close that deal, he did, he would have done it already. So either the asking price was too high or the asking price was too high. I just want to see the listed. I want to see the rider. I want to see what the listed demands were for uh, for Jacksonville. But he's definitely not going to be in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, like no, nah, you waited too long. You had you had every opportunity. You could have pitched all sorts of shit. Like you had you had space and opportunity. Two things that people do not get in this space. And, and I really, I, time is the one commodity in the world that you cannot get back ever. I'm, re- I really hate that they had to keep that NXT belt, the Skittle, on uh, Braun Breaker, simply because we couldn't, we can't get a first time back ever again. This was the first time back in 30 years. We can't get this ever again. And this was the opportune time to have an Intercontinental Title match. With uh, Drew McIntyre versus Braun Breaker, in my opinion, mm, I would have taken Drew versus Gunther. But either you know. either way, you could have did a sixty minute Iron Man match without without even without even booking it as an Iron Man match. You could have did a, you could have did a Broadway and Carter with keep, those. Two. If we keep it if we keep it in a thigh out thigh out, I would have had SummerSlam in in the UK for the 30 year anniversary of SummerSlam there but which you can't do it. that again and then there's that um can't go backwards alright so we've got Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt Cardiff yeah Cardiff 
We've got uh, Bayomi, Cardiff. Um, who else do we have? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this one isn't a matter of which table he's sitting at. It's just what day is he going to eat? <laughs> what hour is he going to show up? The, I, I, I'm almost certain I know who this is. <laughs> Whatever narrative was trying to be spun, Jonathan <laughs> <Bronathan> Strowman, <laughs> that shit's out of there. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck your narrative. Your narrative don't pay like this one. <laughs> price, 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 price just went up. Speaking, speaking of narrative and how to control it, the founder might be the next on the list. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there. None of your business. But in the case of Bronathan Strowman, you're just picking which hour of Raw he's going to show up on. So he, and so, who he's going who he's going to kick the shit out of. All right. So uh, he's not going to be in Cardiff. We we're, we have that under 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 uh, under wraps, right? No Cardiff, right? Um, it might be overkill to do that many returns in one show. Expect everything I everything I've read says he's you know he's going to be on he, Raw he's, Monday. He's going to be eating barbecue in Kansas City on Monday. That's what I think too. Because not, not a bad idea. I'm like, a, who I, wants to fly? Who wants to fly to Cardiff with sciatica? <laughs> It's an eight hour. It's an eight hour time change. We ain't even talking about the flight. <laughs> Do you know how many drugs you need to fly to Cardiff with like any form of sciatica? Like uh, you, you, yeah, you say luxury. Like we would need all the luxury and the muscle relaxers. Let's talk about the fact that he's over six foot five and the supplies, right? Um, <laughs> I, I, the airline from air, air, uh, air was it plane ride from hell comes to mind right now. <laughs> plane ride from hell and wouldn't be and it wouldn't be not one sexual assault in the whole flight. It's still uh, plane ride from hell. Look, you're six four. Is I thought he was over six five. Uh, no, you no oh, me. You, I'm, no, I'm six two. I'm six two. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm six two. I'm a finger snap under six two. Yeah, we're, we're same. Like I'm well, a short six two. Yeah, we're we're the I think we're the exact same height. Were you wearing lifts in your Nikes? With oh my on? God! Stop it! No, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but dead serious. Like yeah, so we both share the same pain. There isn't if it's not first class, there's no such thing as a comfortable seat that's not in first class. That is, and a even fact. then, with first class, and, and there's not always a super comfortable seat. It's just a bigger chair. You know what's crazy is I've I've actually been uh, just for. Uh, a fire drill plane ticket. I've had to venture myself off with the Cretans and, and coach. And <laughs> while, while while dealing with a, a bout of sciatica, I actually sat in the middle and got more uh, got more relief than I would have sitting on the aisle or the window, which I traditionally do window seats. But I actually got more relief in the, in the middle than I would have in any other two. So I'm not saying it's going to be a regular occur a regular occurrence. I just need to get myself together. But yeah, is uh, see. When a lot of a lot of times when people are booking your 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 transportation, you end up flying economy, and that is one of those things like you have to mentally prepare yourself. It's like fuck, this is gonna be four hours or it's a two hour flight. Anything more than four, I'm probably just gonna buy the upgrade. That's but, an, that's an additional hour that I need at the airport just for mental stability. That's just me. Like I like. If my flight leaves at say two and I'm, they want me there at twelve thirty, I'm I'm, I'm going to be there at eleven thirty just so I can prepare for the fact that I'm with the Cretans. 
see, I, I gotta, I gotta start being better about that. Like, cause when I see two o'clock, I think getting there at one is more than enough time. But I, ha because of the story we told a couple weeks back about my travel woes, I, I am going to be a better person going forward about being there stupid early. Cause yeah. What what happened can't happen to me ever again. <laughs> There's that. Um, so Kansas City for Braun Strowman after some Gates or some Oklahoma Joes. Um, you, you, honestly, you know who he needs to be up against because right now he has absolutely nothing. Bobby Lashley. That's what I was going. I actually was going to say like if he if he was in Cardiff. But hell, the same the same shit works in on on Raw on, in Kansas City. Whatever Bobby Lashley does on Monday, Braun Strowman needs to jump him afterwards, and then bam, off to the races. Pause. <laughs> like it's not even a pause statement. It's more like an uncomfortable like because because of certain things we we've heard said, the control your narrative version of Adam Shear. Attacking Bobby Lashley as U.S. champion. Oh boy, is fucking. That's a that, better narrative than anything you've done since you left. And you want to get MVP back involved? That's how you do it. Fam. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, the trip trips for a nominal fee. Soon to be <laughs> a phenomenal fee. We will slice off some of his broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. Holy shit. Hey, peep this. I got some really I got some really fucking crazy for you. Remember how we were just talking about the founder might be next on the list to get recruited? I was gonna say, where where what table? Why don't we do a why don't we do a joint venture? Like you can keep the name, control your narrative, but I want you to bring the click to Monday Night Raw. We gonna do what retribution should have been. I would love, I would love to see, uh, specifically the figureheads, which would be uh, Adam Shear, mm -hmm. EC3, mm -hmm. Dante Smiley. Whole lot of fucking gang shit, and we get gang on fucking Monday night. You see what, what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> you see? And gonna put Ali in there so we can finally do a uh, uh, new America. New America, Ali. yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We Look, this we, shit write itself. We, well, it don't, because we, you know. We, we writing it. We, but we, we super active with it. We writing this shit, but you can't write this. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever. As I'm sitting here about to trick off the bag, I just no noticed I was down to 2% on my laptop and didn't have anything plugged in. <laughs> oh, you out here living dangerous as fuck, huh? Oh, uh, boy. Outside. Yeesh. So if we have, if we come back and sound different during this show, you know why. There there it is. All right, there we go. We now, pause for station identification and restart the laptop. I'm about to say this but if this bitch crash while we're recording, it's gonna be a whole hell of a problem. Oof. All right, Ooh. anyway. All right, so we got who who else on the dinner list? Anybody else? Um, let me see here. There was one more. Oh, Good Brothers. Good okay. brothers on the on the on the dinner list. They eating sushi in Japan. <laughs> And and personally, personally, this is just personally, I haven't talked to anyone who knows anything specifically. I feel like this was a fumble. 
But the impact uh, deal was a fumble? No, 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 no. So apparently, um, you know, feelers were sent out. Maybe even a couple offer sheets were, were submitted. And the Good Brothers held on to the energy from getting released after they got the number they wanted last time. Basically, they signed for what they signed for and then a couple of months later got cut loose when they could have just gone to AEW straight out. Which, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, I, they didn't show up at AEW for free. I th- I'm sure they got per dates. I mean, per, per day paydays. Yeah, nothing about it was free, but Kanos kind of, he instituted a talent swap to get who he wanted and somebody else was footing the bill. <laughs> Pimpery. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, yeah, Kanos ain't stupid. Like, that's far from the truth. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was pretty exquisite. Um, a nice piece of talent picking, if you will. Factual. Uh, top top produce. But what I'm saying is, if if Stanford wanted to bring them back at a similar number, so they can kick it with Uncle Allen again, because Uncle Allen is just kind of showing up on TV, you know, wrestling with no real direction as of right now. That may have been a better play, if your only other options are going to play Civil War elite members during whatever it is they have going on right now or going back to Japan working a couple of dates and cutting you know sketchy promos after all their their matches it's like because you can't go back and feud with uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa because they uh, they, you know Tamatanga is on a singles run right now and you see what I'm saying? Like your 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 well is drying up, so it might be in your best interest to just take that bag for however long it lasts. At worst case scenario, let's say you sign and you say, "Well, okay, instead of giving us five years, we want two with a third year option, but we want everything guaranteed." Like negotiate, fucking negotiate. Like I'm sure they offered you a five year deal. Um, north of six figures each. Just, I mean, say we'll take half the time at the same money, fully guaranteed. Two years, two years, you can have us do whatever you want to. Third year option, you know, if we opt in for like an extra two fifty each. So say you're giving us five hundred, you're gonna guarantee us five hundred first two years. If we get hot or whatever happens and you want us to stay, we need seven fifty for that last year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and it's Uncle Trip. So y'all have a better relationship than you had with the previous regime. Cause normally I would I would absolutely be one hundred percent in favor of boy fuck you energy. You know, I, I when you look Go ahead. Oh go ahead. I was gonna say I'd actually <laughs> be in favor of Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson actually signing with NXT for a ninety day deal. Cool. All of the above. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all, like, and, and I mean everything. Every yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you got everything it. short of everything short of dick jokes. You can have all the fun <laughs> you want to. Like, everything short of of racial slurs and dick jokes or anything that'll get us canceled as a product. You can do whatever you want. You can hang out with Uncle Allen. Y'all can kick off the BC again. We can rename this shit. We ain't got to call it the BC. Or the OC or whatever the fuck. Like, do you do, do you, whatever you want? Do to. you realize that they are this generation's edge and Christian, and they have nothing tapped about that potential? Like, remember the uh, uh, hey, the, the edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. 
Yup. That show was gold on the WWE Network. Can you imagine? Give, give them a show just like that. I mean, they already have it. What's what's that pay per view they do every year? I'm saying, but I, but I'm saying, give them the platform. Yeah, yeah. That, so similar to uh, to uh, Woods with the up up down take down talking shop podcast. That's it. Talking shop, yeah. Talk, talking shop podcast, and then you know produce it, turn it into basically real show content I'd, I'd make it, I'd, it yeah like, I'd, I'd make it a variety show similar to the Reg and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness keep the same name let yep. them parlay that with the WWE bag attached to it yep you know you, you don't even have to show up on in wrestle every week but Less now days in the ring more days being seen that's all I'm saying <laughs> that, <laughs> like, that's it that's all and like, I make them relinquish the fuck you energy now you gotta you can't tell you gotta do right by you you can't tell me if your employer tells you that you can be healthier longer still get the same bag be With able more to stamina be able to grow the bag, bigger stronger faster longer pause um uh, like, wait a minute is this a contract or a gas station pay hey, hey yo <laughs> be able to grow the bag organically on your own while we keep hands off Mm-hmm. And you and you'd be like upset at the fact that you're not spending more time in the ring because that's what you came to the dance to do. Get the fuck out of here. Both of these guys, Gallows is almost forty. Anderson is barely over forty. They got more days behind them in the ring than they have ahead of them. And if they if they put more effort into their ring their ring status going forward, shame on them because their bodies are going to be like, boy, fuck you. And <laughs> if we're signing tag teams. With Uncle Trips at the helm, that means a focus, a mm. refocus on tag team wrestling has to be on the agenda. Has to. You don't sign. They're not singles competitors. Both of them can work singles matches, but they are not singles competitors. You're not going to get a world championship Carl Anderson run. As much as he, he absolutely oh, handled it from a standpoint, you're not gonna get that. And and you Luke know, Gallows it, ain't finna. Yeah, he he damn sure ain't about to get a world championship run. And based on the history of that organization, size wise, he fits the bill. Right, he's got main event monster push written, written all, all over him. But now we we basically um, was this new generation WWF. That's what Trips is doing now because Johnny Gargano's back and stand them up next to each other. <laughs> Small, medium, large. Like you would have what, to. You what ha size you, cup do you want? It's going to be a no holds Paul. barred match with a bunch of tables, ladders, and chairs involved just to get him on his knees, pause to to if that if that match would ever happen for anything substantial. That said, back up. We have Gallows Anderson. Uh, sure, EC3, um, which we, 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 we haven't decided where he's going yet, but uh, we think that we think the narrative, uh, we, we think the pencil gets taken away from the narrative. Um, <laughs> uh, Wyndham Rotunda, uh, Bayomi, and is that it? I got one for you that probably wasn't on the list, though. Well, no, no. I, cause I, I have one more, too. It's probably going to be the same person, but if it's not, I'll come back with him. All right, shoot. Go ahead. No, no. You go ahead. All right. So, 
if Wyndham Rotunda is on his way to Cardiff and Bron Bronathan Strowman is on his way to Kansas City. Oh shit. There's one more member oh, of the Wyatt shit. family who is available to be, you know, invited to dinner. Who who has not been touted as being all elite. At least who, I don't think so. I want to say the last time he was on, they might have. But again, I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, so, all, all, all elite means that a contract has been signed. Yeah, but you know how that go too. Like, but we have not seen Eric Redbeard, a.k.a. Eric Rowan, um, listed as someone who is a signed talent. Although we've seen him do spot dates for AEW. And I will say this. He looks much better now than he did about a year ago. Physically, I felt I felt like his last spot date. They I saw something about him being all elite. But again, I could be wrong. It could have just been some internet shit with people playing around with memes. Which, you know that's <laughs> you know that's that you, you know that, you know that template is out there. <laughs> yeah, and like of course, like see, this is why I have to fact check and look at the dates on everything we send each other. It's like, is this shit new or is this shit old? And then, you know, that gives me space to move around. But if he's not tied down anywhere, same, it's the same logic as with the Good Brothers. Uh, here here I, we go. According to ClutchPoints.com, in the two years since leaving WWE, Eric Redbeard, aka, AKA Eric Rowan, has wrestled 24 matches, including notable bouts for GCW, NEW, CYN, The Crash, IWR, and one very interesting bout for AEW when he was alongside Pac and Penta, uh, Penta Escuro of Death Triangle. Um, long story short, this article states that he has specific conditions he needs to join AEW full time. And <laughs> I wonder what those are. <laughs> I'd be interested to know that too. Um, I mean, like keep, keeping it G, like. There's no reason you shouldn't ask for these things now, considering what you may know about how the backstage situation is and, you know, how other talent may or may not feel. So it's not again, yeah, it's not unreasonable. So, so Sports Kita has, has an unscripted show. Um, and I don't even want to say who the transcription is from because you know how I feel about them motherfuckers, but. It says, quote, I got no answer to, uh, to any of these questions. They're all great questions, but thank you. Thank you for wanting to see me. But like I said, storyline wrestling is what I want. And if storyline works out in the future for both parties, then I'm more than open to it. That said, all this is saying is that uh, they have an agreement or, or an, uh, is it an agreement. They have, they have an understanding, if you will. But... Uh, as it sits right now, there's nothing that uh, says that he is signed full time. So you're absolutely, absolutely right. Free and clear, he could possibly show up in Kansas City or wherever Raw is a week and a half from now and uh, reform the remnants of the Wyatt family for one last run, which I think would be amazing for all parties involved. I mean, it is. It is a way to bring some of those um, characters from the Firefly Funhouse to life. Do we get the Firefly Funhouse back, and do we get Alexa Bliss back? Mm. 
she hasn't ventured Fire. she hasn't ventured too far off from that character anyway in fact she's the same character she's just a face it's a crutch stop it take her back to 2017 and hit reset like stop carrying around the fucking doll because you're not doing anything to link the two other than the fact that she's carrying the doll to the ring you can go back and revisit their relationship only to bring closure to that chapter so that no one has to go back and think about that shit ever again the fiend should come back pretend to be you know enthralled with her get into the shit again and then he should cut her ass loose like she cut him loose period now firefly funhouse different different idea i liked it i liked the beginning the beginning stages of it i didn't like when you know people started being able to cross the threshold to get there because the whole idea is that bray wyatt the person was trapped there that was his purgatory and the fiend was the manifestation of all his rage anger and discontent <laughs> I, I saw it for what it was I understood it so I like it I don't know if you go back there I don't you, I think you have to go back there because there's no other way for for the Fiend character to communicate. Fiend doesn't talk. He just screams inaudibly. I, I hope they get rid of that shit. That I really hope, do. I hope that, they get rid of what? That, that, that screeching, eerie-ass shit that they call a fucking entrance. Oh, no. His entrance was goat level. It's that shit they were doing... Like it, they do it on the exit. Well, no, no, not necessarily the exit. Like if if he's popping up, like if he's just popping up, like you know, to just to destroy the match or something. Oh no, we like, just we just shit. need the shit where the where the the lighting system starts to malfunction, and then he just pops up. All right, so I got one more for you, and then we can move on. I right, do you think Bobby Fish? I can tell you where Bobby Fish gonna be <laughs> off top. I ain't even, I ain't got a guess on this one. So Bobby Fish is uh, his contract has expired with with All Elite Wrestling and is not resigning. Um, I don't think he's gonna end up on Mondays or Fridays, but I think he's he's going back to Stanford. Uh, apparently, Bobby Fish is gonna be on his own podcast because episode two of the Undisputed. Oh, podcast shit. is is going to be dropping soon uh shout out to us for that plug so you know bobby if you want to show us a little love over here you know nominal fees please that. we'll take them you feel me um <laughs> and apparently per his um his tweet that he put out he's going to be discussing a lot he's going to be talking about wwe he's going to be talking about uh triple h he's going to be talking about a lot so that must mean the deal is already up. Matter of fact, let me let me do my Googles right quick. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? All the fish that Bobby Fish could fry, Bobby Fish could fry fish. All right, two days ago, look out for episode two of the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. Tomorrow available where you listen to your podcast. So that means it's probably already out. We talk WWE, Triple H, drop a bombshell, and do our best to make the experience awkward for the whole family. Ooh. Sit back, relax, and tune in. We've done the heavy lifting. Sweet. Looks like we have more listening for our, our weekend pleasures. Pause. Um, 
And so that's uh, that's guess who's coming to dinner? That table is already set. Um, I, I like how that went down. We we think anybody else? Uh, that's that's a pretty loaded guest list. I, I was gonna say, do we want to go through and see who else might you know pop up for dinner? But I think that's a pretty considering you know, we, can, we, so we can still social distance with all. Those yeah, I'm gonna say considering we have t- uh, two leafs added to the to the to the big table, and we have two pay per views this weekend, we can dog walk the rest of this stuff. So if there's anybody else that's out there, like next week when we come for 182, we can uh, we can we can figure it out. <laughs> gotcha. We may need a we may need we, we may need a free agent draft board. Yes, I, I'm not opposed. I wish, I wish we had in, in the budget to get the uh, the uh, magnetic names uh, already done on the fly, <laughs> or or even like some kind of uh, some kind of like touch a uh, touch board. Where we have the magnetic <laughs> names inside digitally, and we just move them around. <laughs> Need a depth chart, color color coded branding, you know that type of shit. You know, Shouts I mean, football to... season football season is about to start, so I, we'll come up with something real. We'll do a starting and starting offense and defense. Shouts out to Mike Fratello and and uh, and Pat McAfee. Mike Fratello is the czar, the telestrator, and and uh, Pat McAfee is sitting here exercising his right to do you have it on free reign. On Friday Frontezi. nights. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all got to get ready for uh for Amazon uh games this year. Oh, uh, Pat McAfee about to be outside for real. That just made me remember that. I got to put that on the on the list. So he gonna be, he gonna be busy two days a week acting foolish. He gonna be busy every day of the week because he counting money on the days he ain't working for it. If he get fired from one or both of these jobs, it's only gonna be because of his mouth, and he and he obviously has the bag to not give a fuck about getting fired. But his mouth pause is the reason they hired him. <laughs> this is also how you gonna, how you gonna fire me for the same reason you hired me? Irony. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> fire me. Uh, I'm already fired. You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Abuse of <A> power. <laughs> you be. Yeah. All right. Um. Before we get into the the, the main event of this podcast, Kyle O'Reilly. Main event. Kyle O'Reilly. Missing uh, in action for a few months, and now this is the the most healthy of get well soon's. As we find out, he's out recovering from neck fusion surgery. There's an angle that was started with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole as well. Baby. And now all of a sudden, whenever he comes back, A, we don't know if he'll have a home. But if he does, he won't, it'll be without Kyle. It'll be without Bobby Fish. At least for the foreseeable future. Unless Bobby Fish finds a new way to fry to fry fish, air fry. I've never tried to air fry fish though. I haven't either. That might be interesting, right? Coming chicken soon. wings, yes, but fish, no. Yeah, come, come, coming soon. I need, I need to get on my air fry recipes and share them with the world. Uh, but yeah, so undisputed elite. First of all, the, the person who fares the fares the worst out of all this is Adam Cole. Hope it was worth it. A whole year, literally a year ago, is when he debuted uh, at, at All Elite Wrestling as part of the uh, All Out pay per view, and 
the, of course, the biggest things uh, uh, with him debuting is the fact that he's a former leader of the Bullet Club, former uh, ROH World Heavyweight Champion, former uh, NXT Champion, former NXT Champion, uh, but also. He came in with his with his lady, you know. He came to the organization where his lady was running rough shop, who was Doctor Baker D M D, and joined up with his quote unquote best friends, the, uh, the young fucks. Uh, you see how that shit's working out, don't you? Yeah. So the UE lived just not as undisputed era. The midnight blockers. <laughs> The Block Control Express, <laughs> the Load Warriors. Oh man, the Smark Foundation, <laughs> the Netherly Brothers. Damn. <laughs> oh man. At any rate, what what's what's next for Adam Cole? Because obviously, Kyle O'Reilly's on the rack for a year minimum. Um. Cole has seemingly no direction. Cole was uh, reportedly injured. What? Then, Him too? No, no, he was injured back when everybody else was. Oh, okay, I don't know okay. how serious it was, but look, for Kyle O'Reilly to have had neck fusion in June, like that makes me feel really strange about the shit that happened when the, the Young Bucks got, you know, basically air quotes turned on. I didn't realize that. I'm like, hey, he, I don't give a damn what you had done. Like, that's pretty soon to be fucking around, especially when it's neck. But neither here nor there. I'm sure Kano's had it under control. I'm sure he would have paid whatever he had to pay if something had gone wrong. So if everybody consented to it, great. But, um, yeah. So Cole is gonna, he's gonna have to take this time and do a couple of things. He's gonna have to address his physical health. That's first and foremost. Keep his mental health intact. And then really think about what he wants his role to be in AEW when he comes back. Because at this point, you're in the same boat with Malachi Black. You've got a lengthy extended contract making good money, hanging with your friends. You here, so you got to make the best of it. I would assume the best of it equals something involving him and Britt Baker being a package deal. Think of them as like the antithesis of Macho Man and Elizabeth. Mm, okay. Just, yeah, like think more so, yeah. Make him the antithesis. Like, just do something. Because both of them are floundering when at one point they were the most popular. She was the most popular woman in the company. He was the most popular acquisition. But it doesn't seem as though either one of them have direction. So maybe if they come together, come up with a unified direction, that would do a lot to get them where they're trying to go. This just begs so many fucking questions. <laughs> That's where I was getting at. <laughs> I, know you, I know you got a bunch. A bunch of them. Like, if, okay, Pete. If you know Bobby Fish is, is either on a short-term deal 
or potentially unhappy with how things are going. And then Kyle O'Reilly's had neck fusion surgery in early June. Cole's been injured. Why would you go forward in a Young Bucks air quotes face turn so that they can be a part of this trios tournament knowing you can't get a payoff on the story in the beginning. So what turns them face and has them basically reconcile with Hangman Page, you don't have a payoff for that. Page comes out to save them from getting their ass kicked. And now two of the three who did the ass kicking are unavailable. One, seemingly permanently. Second, we're hoping not for too long. But again, Kenny was out well, almost a year and a half with his issues. And we don't know what he had fused. When Look, when you have a neck fusion, fusion, mobility's lost. Here's another question for you. Do you think that Kenny might be... Uh hiding additional injuries that we did not know of by, by coming in wearing a shirt three weeks in a row? Yeah, I think he... I, one, I think um, he's, he might be going through the process of figuring out how to adapt his style to his new... His, his, new, his, his new normal. Yeah. Right. How to, yeah, how to work around his new normal. And then... I would hope this isn't the case because people, if you know you're coming back, you're going to do the the physical aesthetics part. You're going to do that in preparation. But wearing a shirt could just be a situation where like, hey, I'm trying to get trying to get my body back right. Yeah, back in back in tip top shape that you that I'm known for. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to do a what is it, 30 day makeover type shit. There you like go. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to get back into, you know, video game body. Because we know we we know the internet is undefeated. You saw, look, the the internet made Chris Jericho get his shit together, <laughs> body type wise. They were like, no, fuck it, I don't care how old you are, you don't get on TV looking like this. And and Kenny Kenny doesn't really have a lot of ground to give because as we've seen from Will Osprey, there's a there's a there's an updated software version of Kenny Omega out here floating. <laughs> there, there's Kenny with different firmware. So, <laughs> chill, chill with all that great goat talk. There, you know, there's other situations. Plus, look, we'll get to Seth later. But Seth is the 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 mountaintop for that. You the ever played Mortal Kombat? The more <laughs> you ever played Mortal Kombat, the guy at the top of the totem pole, that's uh. Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the last guy. You working your way up the hill. <laughs> oh part. man! All right. So Shang Tsung, that's Seth Rollins. So we. But um, yeah, I don't understand why you do that. Well, I do understand why you do it because you ducking at you ducking FTR like stray bullets. <laughs> Boy. That's what this is really about. Listen, like, it, is it? Is it? I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, and I, and right now I'm saying I'm going out on a limb because in three months it won't be so bad. Is it so far fetched that we're here? Here we are in 2022, 
and we're looking at one of the greatest tag teams in the history of the game, who's who's only only has a total of seven tag team title reigns against uh, across organizations at, to this point, having just completely wrapped up tag team of the year, uh, tag team match of the year, and mm-hmm. singles match of the year. With the same people involved in all three. I mean, what you want me to say? <laughs> Whoa! What did you just send me? Yo! Some some shit you don't need to read till we get done with this. I'm not going to do you like you did me last week. And, and hey, well, no, I am. You're going to... I don't need you to open that until it's actually time for us to go through it. Too late. Because I want your real-time reaction. Fuck. <laughs> I'm you not nosy. <laughs> you nosy bastard. <laughs> well, just hold what you got. Hold what you got till we finish this. And then that can be the next thing we jump to. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw it and immediately said, this has to be included. Oh, man. All right. Let's do this. But, but since motherfuckers out here ducking FTR, I mean, I'm giving everybody all the smoke. Cause you basically said we're not we're gonna drop the tag titles to avoid having to give FTR uh, the the crowning achievement W that they worked for because you don't want to do good business. Like let's let's keep it real. A winner take all match between FTR and the Block Control Express for as much as I can't stand to watch them would have been pay per view quality. You would have bought the pay per view just to see that. Man. Because FTR ain't going to let you do all that same bullshit you do in other matches. They're going to have you wrestle more of a traditional tag team style. You'll get a chance to do all your high spots, but you won't just be in that bitch tornado tagging for three quarters of the match. And let me tell you something. As much as Cash Wheeler has uh, has had remnants of Bobby Eaton, he's been far more Dennis Condry these last few weeks. I don't know what the hell pissed him off, but he ain't happy right now. Because we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because motherfuckers is getting they getting left off video games that motherfuckers part is getting left off TV shows motherfuckers is not getting they just do they're not being celebrated as the best tag team in the world when they are and it's all because a bunch of motherfuckers can't let their pride go for for the greater good of the company that you founded and the money that would go in your pockets as a result of the best thing that happened to them right now is is the fact that they have all this piss and vinegar uh mad because of mistreatment backstage seemingly and that goes for the video game as well and the fact that their contracts aren't up until april if they're open if they're even up uh, april of 2023 well we just i just know april is the is the date it's like the the count around about month that they signed that I mean, said better fuck around and find out before you fuck around and find out that, I was gonna say that said you still have Wardlow out here acting foolish with the TNT title you have FTR with every goddamn tag belt known to man and there's Bro. one person missing and I got a feeling he's coming to dinner on fucking Sunday there's only one man who can save these ratings <laughs> so you gonna need to pull that Burberry rabbit out of that fucking hat Mr. Magician man <laughs> But I mean, no, I, I know I give them a lot of shit, but seriously, would that not have been a better, better situation to have FTR versus the Young Bucks three, since they have one win a piece, winner take all 
for all the championships. Where's the best place to do that at? Do you want to do that at, at, all, at all out? Absolutely, because people have to pay to see it. That is, uh, I mean, that is one of their top two. Pay. That's one of their, like, they only have two flagship pay-per-views. So they have what, four, is it four or six per year? Four. They have four pay-per-views per year. This is, they, they have two flagships, all out and double or nothing. All out, double or nothing, Ramp, uh, revolution, and what's the other one? Um, let's see here. Let's see, here we go again. This is this is this is all about branding right here. If you did a better job branding, we wouldn't have this Look, issue. I'm, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even here for that yet. <laughs> not uh, even here for that part yet. Let's see here. We have. We really got to do better at this. No, that's no, not because well, because they have so many different events that aren't pay per views that are built like pay per views, but they're not pay per views. They, just be, they be naming regular regular ass TV shows like it's like they're doing DVD box sets, and it be whack names too, like Road Rager. Really? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm good. Like I'm good. I understand the concept of behind Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, but like you know, those ain't pay per views, and one of them was at one point. Um. Uh, Quake by the lake, shit like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit does not need a name, bro. <laughs> full gear is the other one. Full gear, there yeah. It so is. full, so full gear is the Q4 pay per view. I can uh, see if you were selling T-shirts with that name on it, but jeez, like. So Revo- Revolution is Q1, Double or Nothing is Q2, All Out is Q3, uh, uh, Full Gear is Q4. Factuals. So would that not have helped sell this pay-per-view? Would that not have been something we'd have watched for? Well, I mean, we'll find out in the second once we look at this card. That card that card is not that card it doesn't have the match that I'm talking about. FTR versus Young Bucks winner take all. No, that's that's what I'm saying. If we if we look at this card, would this would that match added to this card or replacing a match on the card be something that turned the corner on buys? Because I tell, I tell you right now, the answer is yes. They're right. I can tell you right now the answer is yes too. Simply because I don't even know what what the full card is, and this is the first AEW pay per view I've contemplated not buying in, since its inception. Actual factuals. So no cap. <laughs> that that said, let's do what we do best, shall we? Run it. Hey. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You say that bitch again. I know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. We say that bitch again. One, two, two, three. Get your tail out of one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on one. One, two, two, three. Get your tail out of one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. Yeah, man. This is what we do. A back-to-back edition of you know who ain't gonna win. Do we want to start in Cardiff or do we want to go to Chicago first and then catch flights? Um, let's go to Chicago first. Bet I'm with it. I'm with it. All Elite Wrestling, all out flagship pay-per-view for All Elite Wrestling, uh, taking place this Sunday, September the fourth. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I said year of our Lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 20. Do. Amen. And as I'm getting this card pulled up here, um, the biggest story coming out of this one here, which will come to the card because it's going to be the main event of the card. We got John Moxley versus CM Punk. Do. 
coming up, uh, which will be very interesting considering how Punk got mollywhopped. But Dynamite brought brought us a really some really I guess a fanboy moment for uh for some longtime CM Punk fans uh, to to help bring this match out of uh, out of the depths of hell seemingly. But as we're looking at the card here, there are three matches on the pre on the uh, on the buy-in, which means that this match uh, this card is going to have eleven matches on it. Kicking off the uh, the buy-in, a match that both of us have vested interest in because one whole lot of fucking gang shit, and two, I have a draft pick involved with this. The Stone Pitbull, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston 2. First of all, are you ready to hear <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii's name pronounced so incorrectly? <laughs> uh, I'm not ready for it, but I know it's, it's going to happen probably 20 times in that 20-minute in that match. <laughs> That's number one. That's first and foremost. Oh, uh, shit. Man in the match, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> Number two, what the fuck are we doing with Eddie Kingston? Like this is the dopest consolation prize ever, but why would you? Why wouldn't you just put this on the pay per view? Um, because I, I think the reason for it, it not being on the pay per view is once you see the card, if you moved, oof, because <laughs> yeah. I can I can I can give you a pretty good answer as to why. Uh, I, the fact that he's actually on this card at all, I'm thankful for. Let's start with that. Is a miracle. <laughs> but the matches that could be moved in, into its place, eesh. <laughs> Ooh, cold lick, shawty. Um, and we'll come to those in a second. Uh, so Tomohiro Ishii, Eddie Kingston. Uh, do you do you recall who won match one? I do not. I believe it was Eddie Kingston. But let's double check here. I would hope so. Uh, what was that? Uh, Capital Combat, I think was what it was called. That's some shit in 1990. Uh, and then where? No, Cap, 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 <laughs> Capital Collision is what yeah. it's called. <laughs> I was close, shit. And that's too close to when Worlds Collide, which is happening this weekend, too. Uh... Oh, you see what I'm saying? Shit. Everything forgot, don't need a fucking name. I forgot. So I didn't forget about uh, Worlds Collide. It's just it's off the radar because it's the Skittle. Facts. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to argue with you about it. I, Actually, no. I wouldn't be able to. E I wouldn't be able to give you any input on it. Ishii uh, won one, one, uh, the first version, the first match. Okay, well, cool. Let's let's make let's make gang hold then. All right. Uh, so Ishii ain't gonna win. Because keep in mind, mean, Capital Collision was a New Japan show. This is an AEW show. I, I'm, I don't think that Ishii is going to win on a pre-show for an AEW pay-per-view. Agreed. All right, Pack versus Kip Sabian for the All Atlantic uh, for the AEW All Atlantic Championship. <sighs> the man with the box on his head should get his ass thoroughly kicked. Thank you I for coming. Accept anything other. Than other than. Thank you for coming, Kip Sabian. But Pack is is defending this belt all over the Atlantic, and uh, you ain't that. So, you out of here. Grand opening, grand closing for the FTW Championship. Hook your champion versus Angelo Parker of the uh, Jericho Jackass Foundation or Society. 
You really think Hook's gonna lose his first title defense? Nope, not at all. Hook, thank you for coming, but Angelo Parker, you ain't gonna win. Hook might not lose till this time next year if they do it right. Because <laughs> they, we know they can space some shit out. Hell, Jade Cargill has had what 30, 36, 36? 38 matches in four years. I'm putting cap on that, but you. Know <laughs> they need to put cap on them numbers. That's what, but they they, they <laughs> can't they can't without doing house shows though. Shit, those two a days, man. Whatever. Anyway, you got four show here. four shows a week times fifty two weeks. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho uh, kicks off the pay per view. You know who ain't going to win? <laughs> I, I can tell you who ain't going to win this one. Me. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, because I know why. I, yeah, because I have to suffer through the power of Jericho. This is facts. This is facts. I don't want to go to a wizard convention. And I don't want to see a fireball. Uh, Chris Chris Jericho, you ain't going to win. Fuck your society. If, if I see a fucking fireball thrown at the best wrestler in the world, I may turn it off. All right. There's so many reasons. To- I'll raise you yeah. one. I'll raise you one. I'll demand the refund on our behalf. If I see a fireball. You know what? I'm for it. All right. I'm all for it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, for the AEW Interim Women's Championship, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter versus Akato Shida versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. There is only one answer here. And I got a feeling that the answer that we give is going to be the exact opposite of what we get. <sighs> Look, if anyone not named Britt Baker, <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> ain't gonna win. Like, get, come on, man. I, what did I say when they decided to take the belt off of her? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Like, what do you have a plan? Do you have a plan for what to do with her afterwards? Of all the of these same- names, of all of these names, the only one that has been consistent with AEW in the women's title picture since day one, who has been pushed far away from that title picture, even though she is a former champion, has been Dr. Britt Baker DMD. CM Punk named her as a pillar, even though it was a tongue-in-cheek, you know, storyline jab at MJF. It wasn't untrue. No, she she could just like the uh, Mount Rushmore added a fifth a fifth head. She, if they're if you're gonna add a fifth head, you can put her there. In fact, you can replace number four with her and then f- find another fifth one. Straight up. Don't don't fuck this up. She you got could, one shot to get this right. You can make her a Hall of Famer with this match. I ain't gonna go that far. No, 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 no. The rest of her career and the viability of that, the rest of her career, especially as it relates to AEW, rides on the outcome of this match, in my opinion. But you that's, know, that's you, a lot of pressure now. You, now you going? Now you really gonna fuck it up? You, you know, know what I think is gonna happen pressure. though? What's gonna happen? They gonna jump the shark and put Tony Storm in, in, in spot there? Good God, don't do that. I mean, sweet Jesus, don't do that, that. That's what I smell. I don't see Hater or Sheeta coming out of this. But anyway, Jamie Hater would be cool only because you could start a story with Britt Baker. She's a dark horse too. She's definitely the dark horse of this because Sheeta's been there, been to the mountaintop before. And then there's, there's been, there's that. So, um, yeah. Britt Baker's the answer here, though. 
And you can still do the Jamie Hayter story, and they can feud because Britt Baker steals the pin from Jamie Hayter. There we go. House of Black versus uh, YFN, Darby, Sting, and Miro for the six man, or, or in a six man match. Trios, if you will. Mental health is on the line here. Oh, who ain't gonna win? Um, Miro's push. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. We, are lo- we are a long way from Oof. TNT champion Miro. Looking for three. Looking for motherfucking three. Oh my god. Know who else ain't gonna win? Darby Allen's push. <laughs> Do you realize we're uh, a year removed from him main eventing the same pay-per-view? Yep. With CM Punk. He is the only person that CM Punk has been in the ring with during his run that didn't benefit from it. Well, wow. afterwards. He's the only one. Well, Powerhouse, no, 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 there's Hobbs. two. There's two. Who? Paige didn't benefit afterwards. Man, people are talking about Paige more now than they did before he became champion. But he still ain't doing shit. Like, he's that's literally all, doing that's, nothing. That's for his own pissy-ass reasons. Mm-mm. That ain't, that ain't got shit to do with me. That's... That ain't... Hey, I can't blame CM Punk for that. Yeah. You I, got a great world title match. You And obviously, you know, you, you took matters into your own hands or it was scripted for you to take into your own hands afterwards. And now people are mentioning you more now while not wrestling than they had been talking about you when you were. So, I mean, you know, there's that. So, Uh, like I said, the only person, the only, the only, only, only person to be in the ring with CM Punk and not have benefited in the aftermath. Will Hobbs wrestled CM Punk, ended up doing a body transformation. Now he's a single star. MJF had a classic feud. Classic. Maybe they had maybe the best television on AEW TV for quite some time. Name another one. Who else? Who else? Uh, let's see. Hobbs. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. And the only reason Eddie Kingston isn't further along is because he ran into a, a, a detour named Jericho. I was about to say, oh, same, same with Ortiz, because even with Santana being out, Ortiz could actually, he, he he's viable. But of course, you know, Jericho got him scalped. Who, who else does uh, CM Punk have a Boy. match with? He's, he's had enough of them. Uh, he was wrestling on TV damn near every week at one point. Did he, he wrestle Ricky Starks? Did he wrestle Starks? I feel like he should have. I, we could if all, not, we we missed money with it. <laughs> if he didn't, we missed money. But you get my point. Like Darby Allen's been handled so piss poor, and I'm like, is he just a malcontent, or is he just like someone who doesn't openly communicate, so he gets passed over because he doesn't, he's not the squeaky wheel, or is there something else going on? Max Caster was a good one. See? Wardlow. Well, we know what happened there. Moriarty was a good one. Hell, he even had Bobby Fish early on. Well, it didn't work out too well for Bobby Fish. Not at all. Garcia. Oh, oh, and for people who want to keep saying, well, well, Bobby Fish is 42. We don't care about him staying or going. Bullshit. Because if if Uncle Allen was free, 
you'd sign him in a New York minute. Uncle Allen and Bobby Fish are two people that, re without you knowing that they're that age, you would you would never know that they were that age. Right. So don't don't get disrespectful. Okay, if Bobby Lashley said, you know, fuck this, I want to be able to have a schedule where I can wrestle and fight again. Bobby Lashley's north of 45. You take it. And Bobby Lashley's also Christian smart enough. Cage, to, he's north of 4th plus. He's, I think he's north of 50. You, Bobby Lashley is smart enough to know that he ain't, he ain't young enough to keep getting hit in the fucking head anymore either. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, there's, so, there's so many... Uh, Anyway, yeah, I, I could go through all of them here in a second, but I'm not going to. That, uh, consider what we talked about. We opened up the show. Uh, Darby, uh, Sting, Miro, thanks for coming, but y'all ain't going to win. Uh, for the AEW TBS Championship, your challenger, Athena versus Jay Cargillberg, your champion. Who ain't going to win? 175 and 0. <laughs> There's. That's the only answer. Athena. That's it. Because bitch Texas, thank you, but you ain't gonna win. Got all the love in the world for you, but this ain't for you, baby. This is somebody else. And another trios tag match. Uh three force pinnacle versus <laughs> versus Jay Lethal in the Motor City Motor Motor City Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I almost let it ride too. I almost let it ride, but I, I got what respect. What an for them. unintentional jab! The motor shitty machine, machine guns. I mean, keep in mind they got pushed over the young bucks in Impact and TNA. <laughs> let that sit for a second. Oh man, uh, I got the uh, R the ROH uh, ROH or the or the the the, T the TNA uh, rehab. I got them not going home, not winning. Uh, I'm I'm siding with the top guys, the top guy gang. So yeah, so you with me? So so far we got we we haven't had a disagreement on any match so far. All the more reason why. <laughs> Here we go. All the more reason why we we don't even give a shit about the majority of this card. Um. In a casino ladder match where the winner receives a future AEW championship match. Already to be announced. Dante was already announced, brother. Dante Martin, Andrade El Idolo, Ray Phoenix, Penta El Cedo Miedo, the great Yuta, Claudio Cassignoli. Bro, wait a minute. You have the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion in a ladder match to determine. Who can get the cash in on a future AEW title match? How do you spell makeshift? And there's still at least one person to be determined. Who people are thinking could possibly be Wyndham Rotunda. Ain't no way. And first of all, okay, I'm gonna make this real easy. Claudio and Wheel are part of the same faction. Penta, El Cedamino, and Ray Phoenix are brothers, part of the same, same faction. Roosh, who's also in this match, and Andrade El Idolo, part of the same faction. Dante Martin, who you gonna get his brother to come back and do it? No, bro, listen. Why are we infighting? The fans don't because, win with this one. Because you're trying to get everybody on the card. 
Like you're just shuffling people in, and you're not even shuffling the right people in. You know who? Don't you think Miro should probably be in this match instead of the trios match with Sting and Darby? You know who the head of creative is for getting your friends on TV without getting them involved? Ron Killings. The fans don't win with this one. I'm sorry. I, I I'm not picking a winner, and I, I really, the fact that you have a world champion in this match to deter, for for to win a shot at another world championship is fucking asinine. Um. Oh man. I don't That's know. Where, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose the anybody not named the mystery guy just because, like, whoever the mystery guy is, it has to be a new debut. Um, I'm gonna take them just because that's usually how it happens. Unless, cause you've had entirely too many opportunities to set up an infighting situation with BCC. After Sunday, I don't think it'll matter. So unless you're just like, okay, I want to get Punk versus Castagnoli on on an episode of Dynamite. I don't none of the none of the rest of these make sense. Their styles clashes for just about everybody. Punk versus Castagnoli should should close an episode of Dynamite, starting at the top of the fucking second hour. Facts. Or do what you used to do and start the show with a 60-minute draw. Come on, man. It ain't that fucking hard. Alright, let me get off my, my soapbox. For the AEW World Tag Team Championship, your challenges. Hey, yo, listen, listen, yo. Uh, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, the acclaimed, not scissoring you, uh, versus uh, Ridiculously. <laughs> what, what, what was your name for me, Suave? Wait, for who? Ridiculously. Uh, strictly business. Strictly business. Yes, there we go. <laughs> AKA swerving our glory uh, for the, the champions. Um, shit, Swap, who ain't gonna win? This one's tough. It's like ridiculous. Strictly business isn't really a team. They're just two solo acts that they refuse to to put anything behind. As individuals, so they figure we'll just put them together as a collective. The acclaimed, I mean, if you're gonna cash in, it should be now. Thank you. I, I couldn't agree more. I think um, strictly business, ridiculously, whatever you call them. I think that the swerve. Uh, I guess because this goes back to the battle royal that they had, where Swerve was eliminated by uh, by Ke or Keithley was eliminated by Swerve, I believe is what it was. Um, and at any rate, I, I think that comes back here to some degree. But the acclaimed are hotter than they ever have been, and because everybody wanted to see Bowens back anyway, he's back. He's had limited match ex uh, exposure. Max Caster is gold on the microphone. Um, I, I would love to be able to come on here next week and say uh, your winners. And but we'll, that remains to be seen. But I got uh, ridiculously not winning on this one. 
Yeah, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I, I do feel like if you're going to capitalize on the popularity of Max Caster and the the that team, I do feel like you probably got to make this decision sort of soon. You know what would be actually be cool? If Keith Lee turned on Swerve to, to counteract what happened in the Battle Royal and yep. then Keith Lee is the mystery guy in the ladder match. Yep. <laughs> I, I like I like Keith Lee turning because now we get to see that side we haven't seen from from him in quite some time, been years actually. Since we I just want people to be able to leave him alone about his speaking voice. Like you've seen if you've seen the X-Men cartoon, you know that Beast is is, you know, capable of being everything that the Hulk is for Marvel. And he just happens to be soft spoken. It was played by Kelsey Grammer. Same thing here, but just I need to you need to put some inflection on your voice. Like, you got to get angry at least once or twice. Well, for the sake of conversation, the next match on the card will be See, I, you know, this Powerhouse one. Will Hobbs versus Absolute Ricky Starks. Suave, please enlighten the, uh, the listening fan base of who's not going to come out of this match victorious. And now you explain everything about why people hate that shit. <laughs> um, this match, I... I hate me for doing that, too. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, you, you suck for doing that. <laughs> um, I don't want either of these guys to take an L, but if we're just doing traditional pro wrestling logic, then, you know, Ricky Starks ain't gonna win. I, this is where we disagree. I think Powerhouse Hobbs ain't gonna win. Uh, Why though? Ricky, like if you, if Ricky you Starks throw, if needs you, needs a W. Will Hobbs needs a W. If you're gonna push him as a monster heel, and a guy half his size thwarts him in the first attempt, what do you do? What do you? What's next? So what what do you do when a monster heel? takes a big L. How do you how do you regain the heat? I'm we're not doing afterbirth. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm not we're not doing post match beatdowns, post match <laughs> angle. Fuck that. Will Hobbs needs Will Hobbs needs to win in dominant fashion. How do you how do you know that's where I was going with this, Suave? Because that's all they ever do in Jacksonville. Sadly you're absolutely true and that's the only way that, that comes back. And I smell it happening here. I hope it doesn't. Just look. I, I'm Starks with you. Needs, Be more creative. Put on a hell of a performance and just come up short to a bigger guy. Sell the neck. And then when he then at the end of the match, when Hobbs catches him slipping with the spine buster, pin go over. Ricky Starks being the baby face who can talk can just talk himself back up and continue the story because you know this shit's going to go for another six weeks minimum. Yo, you know how Kevin Owens has the uh, that powerbomb backbreaker on the uh, onto the ring apron for like if just for for a, for effect for aesthetics? Uh, Imagine if you got Will Hobbs and angles with people and the one move you don't want to see him do is a package pile driver. A but, package pile driver where? Like just let's like it's inside the ring. Oh, I feel like, like we ain't got time to be playing games. Nah, like he, that. he he's he's big enough to where you can do a package pile driver correctly 
and give the the appeal that you do you're using an outlaw move on somebody smaller than you to to break their neck simply because of what you did to uh, to Ricky Starks. Tell you what, I give you a move even better. Greetings from Asbury Park. Oh, <laughs> rest in peace, Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> you feel me? Might even be safer. That part too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, something something where you have. Uh, the appearance of torque to the neck and something that just looks devastating. Will Hobbs could use that in his repertoire, but not in the match. Unless it's like some shit where the referee's down. Um, for the AEW Trios Championship, the Young Bucks take on, I'm sorry, the Elite, which is the uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Take on the winners of tonight's Rampage bracket. So on the Rampage bracket final, we have Dark Order versus uh, Best Friends. So to determine who goes to All Out, who who's winning the, uh, the, the the Rampage bracket on Friday? Dark Order. This is the dumbest uh, shot put to end an angle. No, but but let me tell you why though. Because you will effectively devalue everything Adam Page is if you don't advance Dark Order here. No, I, I totally agree. This is this is why I said it's the dumbest thing the shot put it because you're going to put him into the finals just for him to cause the be able to be the reason that that causes Dark Order to not win the trios title and have the elite walk away being the very first trios champions. I refuse to give them an and new, but they'll be the first trios champions post uh post AEW all out on the Sunday. And then for the AEW World Championship, your champion John Moxley versus CM Punk. Swap who ain't going to win. John Moxley. I don't like it, but I'm with you. John Moxley walks out of there empty-handed. Tell uh, me why you don't like it though. Like we let's unpack that. I think a week and a half is too short of a time to bounce back from an apparent rehash of a foot injury. It's also too short of a time for you to heal from an apparent foot injury, regardless of your your rant or your promo of your new 100%. So you're basically saying that you can't throw another roundhouse. I mean, he'll, he'll throw another one. He'll sell like he's hurt again, and then that'll be the basis of the finish. It'll be the basis of the finish or the basis of CM Punk taking control of the match. It could also be the reemergence of uh, AJ coming out as a, as a new assignee to All Elite Wrestling. Who? AJ. AJ who? AJ Punk. Oh, I mean, <laughs> April Melendez. Because <laughs> I mean, okay, here's the thing. April here's Brooks, thing. if you will. If you're if you're looking to turn CM CM Punk heel, it's impossible to do in Chicago. Whatever he does, they're gonna like it. Period. <laughs> I don't think CM. I mean, it'll work because we've never seen him really use that dynamic before, but. Uh, I'm good. 
I'm good on the potential mixed tag match you're going to end up having with Adam Cole and Britt Baker because that's the, probably the only place it's going to go. What other woman do you have to have that match with? Mm hmm. Uh, uh, who, who, who's going to pay to see CM Punk and AJ versus Kenny and Sheeta? You're, you're, you're probably paid. Well. The the, be- uh, yeah. the better uh-huh. match is against uh, Guevara and Ty uh, Ty Mello, but I'm good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying that shit. I'm good. I'm not gonna spend any money for it. you. Want to give it to me on an episode of Dynamite? Fine. Fuck it. You right? can make a main event rampage. Hell, it can be a whole episode of rampage if I give a fuck. But you know, you can give me a thirty minute block on fucking Dynamite. I don't give a <laughs> shit, but I ain't paying for that. Oh man! In the words of Don Shrimp, I gladly go back to pitching. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Wait, Coho. All right, we got uh, we got one more of these bad boys. We can get the hell up out of here. You ready for it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Did, did we exhaust all things about this Moxley situation? That's all. That's all. I I I just. They want to re- they want to get back as much as they can on the return of return on the investment that is the summer of punk, which is approximately two two and a half weeks. Um, I just I'm not sold on the idea of having a unified champion for ten days without consequence. That is, I, you know, it's just uh, it's a lot. <laughs> All right, that answers that. All right, it's one more lot. time. Let's do this shit. You ready? I roll. Hey, hey. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. Just say that this shit again. I know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. We say that this shit again. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. And we back, ho. Another edition of You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win. This time, Clash of the Castle edition. Hi, Mike. Straight like that. We're going across the pond for WWE Clash at the Castle. <laughs> hey, yep. I'm, I'm slowly. Don't ask for any cigarettes. I'm slowly reminded that promotional consideration paid for by the following. <laughs> for, I need to hear Lord Alfred Hayes right quick. <laughs> you did. Uh, running that, running it down. Uh, is this this can't be the whole card? No, no ESPN. We, we taking it back to uh to takeover status. You got five <laughs> matches to prove it. Hey, Triple H, you are in your bag if that is the case. Look, trips out here like less is more. We we here for a good time, not, not a long, long time. time. <laughs> this flight this flight don't get any shorter. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right. Three rights make a left. <laughs> <laughs> you you bested. <laughs> All right, so we have the Mysterio. Actually, we have Ray Mysterio and Edge taking on Judgment Day. Um, <laughs> Domination Mysterio is uh is chill, <laughs> chill, chill. It's too much. 
chill entirely too much. A sub- submission Mysterio is <laughs> chill, bro. <laughs> like absolutely not. Oh man, uh, under no circumstances. Not, not only is Ray and Edge not gonna win, but Dominic is about to join the the dark uh, the Dark Order. I mean, Judgment Day. <laughs> they even have the same colors. <laughs> Same as understood. Yeah, same uniforms. Like <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, uh, it's, it's like Undertaker had um, kids and he's denying paternity without taking the test. <laughs> facts. Like he, yeah, Undertaker's rambunctious ass. <laughs> so they're the wrestling version of preachers' kids. They say cross the street too. That's what makes it so foul. You see him every wow. day, just running around wild and rambunctious. They just out there in the world. <laughs> what you think? Uh, Who ain't going to win, bro? Um, Dominic Mysterio is going to take a loss no matter what happens. He's outside. He's not even in the match. Doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> if, if, any, if anybody's going to take an L in this situation, it's going to be Dominic Mysterio. He has been 100% emasculated by this entire ordeal. And he's had two fathers on WWE television. I'm your father, Dominic. For the now, he, now he's about to get a third poppy. <laughs> for the WWE <laughs> Intercontinental Championship, Sheamus, your challenger, taking on Gunther with, with Ludwig Kaiser, your champion. Um, who ain't gonna win? Um, Sheamus ain't gonna win. It's just you know. I'm gonna win as a fan of strong style. Pause. Boy, yeah, that this match, that this match has match of the night capabilities built into it. I'm gonna have my volume up on ignorant, ignorant. I would, I wouldn't level. do that unless you have a, unless you want the ideas of your speakers, uh, your speakers cracking, your tweeters specifically. No, I'm. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take these HKs mm. that I have mm. and and Bluetooth it, and I'm gonna enjoy it through those speakers so you're not gonna blow those you fucking you fucking cretin you you charlatan degenerate call me what, call me what you will just don't call me collect <laughs> please don't call me broke uh for uh yeah i'm with you Seamus ain't gonna win for the uh, for the uh for bragging rights and to see who comes out next for this feud seth freaking rollins versus matt riddle Uh, Riddle, fi- Riddle has to finally get some type of something. So Seth Rollins right. ain't gonna win. I don't like saying it for, Seth, for the fifth, for the fifth pay per view in a row. Yeah, like <laughs> Seth has been a team player for entirely too long. In the same way Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania is the same way Seth freaking Rollins is Mr. Pay per view. He puts on the best matches of the night, but he guaranteed to go down with taking the L. If there was ever a time for me to see a DQ in a match, it would be here. Like I want to see them get get at it, but I want to see a DQ in the match just to protect Seth because like Seth is Teflon, but I'm sick of watching him lose where it matters. Two things, Mister Pay Per View is Rob Van Dam, and the other, we we're not doing DQs. We're doing clean finishes, but. 
You're right, Seth. Seth can't afford another L. Has he had a W on a pay-per-view since Cody left? Uh, let's see. Let me do it. Me do do our Googles. You know what I'm saying? Let's see here. 2022 pay-per-views. WrestleMania is uh was what April and let's see here WrestleMania Backlash. Um, let's take a look at these WrestleMania Backlash. Of course, that was when uh. That was the Hell in a Cell, I believe it was. No, 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 no. WrestleMania Backlash was another match where where Seth did lose against Cody. Uh, Hell in a Cell was uh, another loss from Cody, right at the hands of Cody to Seth. Money in the Bank. That was Seth was actually in the in the match. So I guess you, if he didn't win, you lost. And then uh, SummerSlam, he just showed up. So yeah, Seth has not won a match since Wrestle since before WrestleMania in a pay per view. So there you go. So he, so I guess he's, I guess so. So I guess Matt Riddle ain't gonna win. And and the story's built in because he's still technically kind of hurt. Wink, wink. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually okay with Riddle losing right now, but man. Come on, it just, man. It just because of how... Treat Seth better, man. How good of an antagonist Seth has been, you want to see him lose. But, I mean... Because he's not a bad guy. He's just a fucking antagonist. Right. Uh, he's, one of, he's one of those people, he's... he's He's transcended good guy or bad guy because you, you sing his interest themes, you you enjoy his outfits. He just happens to wrestle other people you like and and treat them poorly. <laughs> for uh, for bragging rights, six women tag match: Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Who ain't gonna win? Um, I would like to say the the new faction of control would control the women's tag titles. That makes the most sense to me. Raquel and Aaliyah, they it's like it's cat it's the it's the it's the lady version of Cass and Enzo. Man. And it, not and neat not no, in a good way. Not in a good way either. Um, uh, I was really hoping to see Aaliyah and and uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez on this card, simply to have their belt snatched from them. But since I don't see them on here, apparently now that conversation we had about guess who's coming to dinner dinner at Cardiff, I think we'll probably end up seeing them in Kansas City eating barbecue with Braun Strowman, which is uh, Bayomi. Yeah, I mean they don't have a reason to come out here for this for this six man match or six woman match to walk out with the titles that they never dropped off. Ooh, start some shit. <laughs> it, you see what I'm saying? All right, all right. Uh, speaking of starting that, shit, that's a good place for afterbirth. <laughs> so here, here's a good, uh, here's some good afterbirth here. Champion for the WWE Women's SmackDown title, 
uh, Liv Morgan versus uh, Shayna Baszler. Liv, your title reign was short, but it was it was sweet. I got a feeling that you're out of here, and I think we're finally going to get Shayna versus uh, versus Rousey, uh, Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna go the opposite, because if you didn't, if if you put Rousey and Liv against each other, and it wasn't a dominant squash, you're not gonna get any better from Baszler. Now, what I can see is Baszler and Rousey joining forces and now now you have basically you could call them the inevitable because eventually the tag champs are gonna have to see them <laughs> they could literally run they, they could they could they have the potential they have the potential of being the FTR of the women's division in uh in WWE so I yeah I'm like and, and if Liv wins this match in a similar fashion, like where she's tapping, but the ref don't see it, and she ends up countering, now you're developing a trend. Now you have a reason for, for the heels to hate her in real in real time, and then you, you add another layer to her title reign. Then it comes to a point where like no one wants to help her because obviously she's getting all the help she can handle from the refs. Or at least that's how I would have him cut the promo. Then she can turn heel. Or turn off the TV, one or the other. But, but, Either or. And, you're just holding the belt till Charlotte get back. Anyway, speaking you know of, this shit go. Speaking of title reigns, let me, let me turn this down real quick. Put, some, put the proper respects on this one. Speaking of title, title reigns, you can consider this your daily acknowledgement of your tribal chief, head of the table, and reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, now holding the title for over two years, Roman. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. Reigns. Was that was that was that enough stink on that? Probably not enough. You can never over celebrate the tribal chief. <laughs> that's a fact. So that's your daily acknowledgement right there. Roman Reigns taking on Drew McIntyre in Cardiff, Wales, in front of a, a as close to a hometown crowd as Drew's going to get <laughs> for a match like this. Uh, who ain't going to win? I have this sneaking suspicion that we're going to get something that we didn't ask for. If uh, is this is this what I think? Are you going where I'm about to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre, you ain't gonna win. Nah. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, I'll 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 ooh, say ooh, this. Ooh, ooh. I, I'll say this because they haven't made a distinction about whether it's one title or both. Drew McIntyre ain't gonna win, so mm. I'll start there. Okay, but don't be surprised if we're in we're outraged this time Saturday because 
they went with the idea of dethroning Roman. Now, here's why this we've explained all the reasons that this makes no financial sense, makes no story sense. It it all it is is some shit to serve the master of a of a network wanting their own champion. Which, if you're making, if you're having conversations about taking, you know, your weekly television product to Netflix, fuck what they ask for. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, if if Drew was to beat Roman, you just have the same problem with a different person. So you need to be, you need to put Roman in a situation where there's one title on the line. Or you do the shit was that WrestleMania 18, where the unmentionable Kurt Angle and, and old school Jericho had the two out of three falls match, and each fall was for a different championship. Do you think Paul pulls that out like pre-match, or does he pull it out on SmackDown? Pause. I, I think that's some cool shit to do if you're just trying to get at least one title off. No, no, it, I agree. I, I like it, um, and it solves the problem because you have the the, the quote uh, or the, the quote. The start of the television network television season could technically be this coming Monday, Labor Day, but typically it's in September where networks start their their broadcasting season. So, I'd actually be you know what I would be okay with that if you if somehow you have Karrion Cross interfere with the main event in Cardiff and you come back to Kansas City and say we're going to do this again but this time it's a triple threat and Roman Reigns has to defend both titles one in each fall so it's not two out of three it's just you know it's two falls or call it a two for one whatever you know you come up with something how about this you're talking carrying cross we're talking interference. We're talking title splits, right? Mm-hmm. But, but we ain't talking about Austin Theory. And we shouldn't anytime soon. We shouldn't. That doesn't mean that we're not going to. <sighs> Look, everything's moving in the right direction. You, you're getting back star players. You're setting up your offense. You're expanding your playbook. Let's not go hot shot in the territory. Like, Austin Theory, gonna beat her. Austin Theory, not for presentation purposes, but age, um, wrestling acumen, bright future, is the equivalent of MJF. Oof. They are, they are two, <laughs> they are, they are one in one A. Just, they are the future. They are the pillars of the future. You don't have to rush Austin Theory in whatever you think you're going to do. The, I, I never realized the eerie parallels of their careers and just like MJF spent time in M- MLW Austin Theory was in Evolve mm-hmm. I'm just saying like so that's one of those things like you don't have to rush this this guy's not 40 plus he's 20 what 4 or 5 I can get you numbers loaded just a second sir Austin Theory is born in 1997, which would make him at this point 25 years old. Ding, circle gets the square. So we have no reason to try to force anything. Because look, at the end of the day, 
Roman Reigns is your champion. So the idea of that we're scrambling to figure out how to fix this is some very, very strange shit to me. Like there's nothing to fix other than the fact you want or USA wants a champion. Truthfully, they have a champion. USA Network, United States Champion. Just oh have Bobby Lashley close the fucking show. Stop playing games with me. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's technically how the Universal title came about, right? It was a title that was defended on Universal Networks. And, and it, it, you're the champion of the WWE Universe. It was just, it was branding. The fact that we even have two titles is just a branding ploy. So someone in the room, possibly me if you send a wire transfer, <laughs> can explain USA Network, USA, United States Champion. Your champion is the champion of the United States. And just ha- and just have an open challenge. Well, fuck it. You have the open challenge maybe for some... No, fuck it. Do an open challenge every week as the main event. Wow. Open chat and this would have been so much better had it, it doesn't modern it doesn't even have to be main event. It could be top of third hour. Fuck that. Main event time. <laughs> Who's supposed to come out and work after the Almighty? You <laughs> no, want no a one's champion, supposed right? to. Yeah, no one is supposed right. to. You're right. You want a champion. You want the whole vibe of champion. So why would anybody come out and do anything else after the main guy? No one comes out and wrestles after Roman Reigns is finished. To quote, to quote uh, a throwback color change and click mixtape, after this, ain't going to be no more rapping tonight. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. And this would have been great for, for MVP to do his whole... I wanted. I really want to refer to him as like the modern doctor of style, like modern slick, without all of the the stereotypical shit. <laughs> him cut, him cutting promos for Bobby Lashley is like Bobby Lashley being the he is what the United States is supposed to look like, like kind of tongue in cheek, would be fucking great as a face or as a heel. Hmm. This is why you can't just pull the trigger on stupid shit when you get a bu- get a hair up your ass. Pause. A whole lot of stupid, stupid shit. We don't deal in that. <laughs> At all. Do we want to give them this last piece of information before we get up out of here? We want to hold off until next week on that. Man, unload the clip. We ain't holding on to shit. Suave sent me an article uh, earlier in the show. Dated today. The headline reads, this is according to WrestlingHeadlines.com. WWE now working with AEW's TV partner. Yes, that means what you think it means. As the article states, WWE is now officially working with Warner Brothers Discovery in the UK. WBD is the official AEW partner, a TV partner and parent company of TNT and TBS. The WBD and BT Group announced their new sports venture, sports joint venture in the UK today. The new 50-50 venture will combine the assets of BT Sport and Eurosport UK to form BT Group. 
effective today. And uh, the live sports coverage that is encompassed by this deal in UK and Ireland includes, but is not limited to, the Olympic Games, the Premier League, EUFA Champions League, EUFA Europe, uh, Europa, uh, uh, Europa League, the Premier League, Premiership Rugby, MotoGP, UFC, Boxing, WWE, Tennis Grand Slam, Cycling Grand Tours, and the Winter Sports World Cup season. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bag anyone? Now, <laughs> Baggington Sokrutas. Now, how does this play into to AEW? Making my way downtown. It. I don't think it does for the most part. I think this is really like you know stock or net neutral for 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 everyone simply because there are so many networks involved with this deal that they could operate on different networks and still be viable as a fan in a smaller country than the United States going overseas, especially in Europe, they could have WWE and AEW programming back to back and still be happier than pigs and shit. Or even or even better yet, four of your five weekdays of professional wrestling are covered back to back. Back to back. Raw, uh, the, the Skittle, uh, Dynamite, Open day rampage and open day you can still go and find impact if you if you can overseas. So there's all that. We gave you the uh, the socials. BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com is the email address. Show at brokenpistolbc.com is also the email address. Fool with us if you're cool with us. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week and hopefully we have some some bigger news to talk about because shit, it's it, it's time for us to watch some wrestling this weekend. Swab, take them to the house. Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down. And just for good measure. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. It's never too much of that.